Hello, and welcome to the Polymer Clay Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Holden. This is a space for all things surrounding polymer clay, for education, growth, community, and art. For this week's episode, I decided to test out the Sculpey Primo Turquoise Granite Clay. I bought it for $2.99 from the Sculpey site. Now, I'm not usually a fan of stuff in my clay, but I wanted to see how this one would perform. Real turquoise jewelry is beautiful, and I do love the heft of real stone, but I wanted to see what this would be like, and if I could get a product that I liked in the end from this clay. This clay is a turquoise color and has embedded flecks of varying sizes in shades of black, gray, and brown. Some of these flecks also reflect light from certain angles. These pieces help give the clay a natural stone texture, and I'm honestly pretty impressed with how this clay turned out. The clay doesn't exactly match the product photography on the website. The embedded flecks or pieces are a lot smaller than the package photo on the website. However, the product idea photos are a lot more true to life. This product was easy to work with. I made several pieces using some new cutters that have indentations. The clay picked up the indentation marks and cut cleanly, unlike the opal clay from last week. I was really happy that it cut so cleanly, especially after how the opal clay had cut. The speckles in the turquoise granite clay are much smaller than the pieces in the opal clay, and I think that this helps them move around a little bit in the clay to accommodate the cutter without bulging the clay or tearing or causing holes or anything like that. These pieces sanded really well too. Again, after testing the opal clay, I was a little nervous about this step in the process, but the clay really responded well to sanding, and the pieces embedded in it didn't cause me any problems. I'm really impressed with how smooth the texture of the clay is on my final pieces. Especially for having pieces and bits mixed in, this clay ended up being really smooth. I made some pieces where I put florals on top of the turquoise, and I really liked how those came out as well. I have some pieces made from this turquoise granite clay where I want to coat them in resin, and I haven't had a chance to do that yet. I'm really liking the clay without any resin on top. Sometimes designs need a little bit of resin to fully bring out their potential, but I really love this clay just as it is. My one drawback to this clay is that I wish the color was a little bit deeper or more intense. I think it is a little bit pale blue and could lean a little bit more deeper or blue-green. But that is my personal preference. Otherwise, I would recommend this clay. I'm interested to see if customers are interested in my pieces with this clay and what their feedback is. So I'm really happy I tried it and I would recommend trying it. You know, it's always good to try something new and I think I would purchase this again. Changing gears just slightly. I saw this technique on Instagram where you take a baked polymer clay piece that has an indented design and then you brush acrylic paint into the indentations and then wipe away the excess with a baby wipe. So what happens is the acrylic paint fills in the indentations and makes the design a little bit more present, right? So I recently got new shape cutters from Amazon and I'll link them in the show notes. Some of them are designed to create these indentations, so I decided to test them on this turquoise granite clay. My hope was that this technique could bring out the design of these shapes, as well as make them look a little more like real turquoise jewelry. You know how it has sometimes has that, um, the dark space in between the stones? That's kind of the look I'm going for here. 
The process was easy enough. After sanding, I took some acrylic paint and mixed it to the shade I wanted. I first mixed black and brown, but I found that I preferred adding some white to the mix. It made it less stark and a little bit more natural and also matched better with the flecks in the clay if I added the white. I used my paintbrush to get the paint into the lines and then used a baby wipe to remove the excess paint before it dried. I found that it was important for my indentations to be deep enough, otherwise the baby wipe would just take the paint out of it and I would have to apply it more paint and wipe it again. Eventually I got the, the end result I wanted, but it just took a few more steps if my lines weren't deep enough. I felt like I was wasting baby wipes at the beginning of the process, but after a few shapes, I figured out how to make them last more than two pieces before they were full of paint. I really love how this technique turned out. I feel like it makes the pieces look like they are individual pieces of turquoise that are set together, like in real turquoise jewelry. I think this technique could be fun with different colors of paint or a metallic paint. There are lots of combinations to play with based on the color clay, the shape you choose, and the color paint that you choose. I think it's really versatile and it has like a little bit of a learning curve, but totally manageable. Thank you so much for listening to the Polymer Clay Podcast. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Holden a Note. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts and please leave a rating and tell your friends so that we can grow this community. For more information and to sign up for the newsletter, please visit holdenanote.com. The music in this episode is Bright Wish by Kevin McLeod, Competech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license.